2021 is about your voice. Make your voice heard by starting your podcast today. We make it happen. Pretty Easy Podcasts makes podcasting pretty easy. Aloha. I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is for the love of football. This is the road to 2022, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. One year ago, we embarked on, uh, you know what? Yeah, okay, this week marks one year since kickoff 2020, and we remember all that. It was a great weekend, but this is episode 157. The past is in the past. It's time to get weird, Bryant. It's time to really accept where we're at right now because if your name's Taylor, you're balling still in spring football and in the NFL. And if you watch Sonic the Hedgehog, you cause mass destruction. So there's lots of weirdness to get into today. What happens if your name is Tom Brady? Why would you bring that name up on this show? Of all shows, like, I'm trying to get away from that name. You're right, Alan. The past is the past. That was a week ago. Whatever. We're moving forward. It's been a, a week. I think that a lot of us... How did you... I, I spent it reminiscing on the past, but now I'm ready for the future. But I think everyone took their own little perspective on how they viewed this past week. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't reminisce at all. I saw Shane McMahon on Monday Night Raw, and that's the little bit of reminiscing I did. I said, oh, I saw that guy one year ago in D.C. And other than that, it was all about just this, all the weird stuff going on. Taylor Heineke is Mr. Mr. XFL to the NFL. Who would have thunk? We've got so much CFL hype, I can hardly contain myself. And I've never said that in my life, as much as a CFL fan I am, Brian, but this year, without exit, now you, you got Edmonton is now basically the Vipers. So we've got to talk about that. And I don't know, it's just the, the, the state where maybe it's because now I'm in Florida and everything's weirder in Florida. It is. Once you cross that state line between the Georgia, once you cross that Georgia Florida line, uh, things get different uh, down, get weird out in Florida sometimes. But it's all good. We love our people in Florida. We love the Tampa Bay Vipers. Are you anywhere near that? No, you're in Miami. Peacock's I'm in Miami. I am in I am in Miami, but I I'm going to vote. We're going to talk about the Edmonton football team changing their name. I vote Edmonton Vipers, for, but if the XFL will allow it, why not? And they could be sister teams, brother teams, cousins. I don't know, but yeah, we're going to get into all that. Seven two four five six five four XFL is the XFL fan line for you to call and text. And standard text messaging rates do apply there, but it's always available to you. If you want to be heard on the show, you can leave a voicemail 
and ask a question, leave a comment, and we'll play it right here on the air. At XFL Show on Twitter is where a lot of the action happens, and a lot of it did with one little tweet. Bryant got a lot of reaction we're going to get into here in just a second, but that's where you hit us up on all the social medias. And, of course, we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. They have a very cool catchphrase because they help out a lot of podcasters get their shows done. Bryant knows the catchphrase better than I do. That would be, uh, what is it? Well, they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. They do, except whenever you have uh, our our social media uh, graphic over their logo. But that's all right, because we could fix that in post. Let's do it. Let's dink and dunk now around XFL and the XFL social media and the dark XFL, if you will. We'll get into that in a second. But first up, Bryant, you tweeted out at XFL Show, given the circumstances of 2020, uh, the circumstances being 2020 sucked. What were you looking forward to most if the XFL kicked off its second season this coming weekend in 2021? Tons of reactions that were very interesting. My favorite being from XFL Jim, but I know you're going to get to him. Oh, I'll get to him in a little bit here, Alan. We'll we'll see. But we don't ever play favorites in this. I did want you to read one of the tweets that we had on uh, on this show, and I think it's I just got it. There it is. Uh, right here. This is the one I want you to read right here. Uh, at Mr. Banana to you. That's Mr. Banana to you. Uh, the NY Guardians. Nothing else needs to be said. That's what Mr. Banana to you was looking forward to. I was looking forward to the Guardians. Could they have kept it up? In, I hope in with Luis East? Perez in, at the helm. Ooh, it would have been great. They were headed into Houston. Ooh, man. What a, what a, this week is not about what is, though. This week is about That's true. That's just true. seeing what weirdness we're living in. Thank what you, Mr. Banana to you. <laughs> and then uh, we had this tweet from uh, XFL Jim uh, going to every <laughs> single... <laughs> Uh, expletive game and getting blasted with fans and players. Now getting blasted fans with players. That was the end players. That's <laughs> why the XFL r- rules. I'm all about a league where fans can get blasted with players. That's why I love minor league hockey, Brian. You know, you and I both love hockey, <laughs> yes, all forms, do. especially the minors. Cause that's where you can go to a game and then have a beer with the players afterwards the XFL very similar. Sometimes they're serving but, you the beer at the bar, actually, because sometimes the, the commissioners come in. Sometimes the commissioners coming into the stands and getting blasted with you <laughs> if you got a beer snake, of course. So, yes, XFL Jim, I'm with you there for sure. And I think XFL Jim is a Battlehawks fan, so give him that that caca to you, XFL Jim. Any more? <laughs> yeah, I had one really good one. I think it is just fair because I'm going to try to read this one without getting too excited, but it might be too hard. Uh, this one is from GoDog64015451. That might be his phone number. Uh, check it out. An opportunity to Six, barbecue. Four, zero, one, five, <laughs> An four, opportunity five, one. to barbecue his friends wearing my Wildcats colors. Yeah. And of course, the pregame talk from the I'm guys. And the XFL show predicting, of course, of a repeat championship run by the LA Wildcats, specifically started by demolishing. I think like, this is the best part: the battle squawks in the dome. Go Cats! Woo! The, the <laughs> battle squawks. I don't know what a squawk is, but I'm very happy that it's battle squawks. It sounds it sounds derogatory, and I don't I don't know if you take offense to that. Battle Hawks fans, let us know, but um, I wouldn't say that now, knowing that Xavier Woods is a Battle Hawks fan, he could. He could whoop you, go dog, six four zero one five four five one. But I like it. I like that there's still loyalty. No one's lost it. 
You got your loyalty to your team still, and that's what it's all about. I saw someone also put out there, see the continued domination of the Guardians. I don't know if they were really dominating, but hey, <laughs> I like that someone has that mentality. I, I think one of my favorite ones I have to see is the, uh, oh man, it was about the Roughnecks. I have to find it here. I think it's, look was looking to see the progression of the Renegades. Um, I mean, they were... What was their trajectory going into the season? Play fast, as do it again. Finished, as we finished the it season. wasn't good. No more how mummy. Like they they I don't I no didn't how like mummy. where they were headed. Yeah. Langey Jones wasn't uh, you know. Hmm. They had a game against Seattle. Of all the guys, you know, so. of all the guys we've heard since the league stopped and you know played an NFL season now, have not heard anything about what Landry Jones is doing. Is he what's he do? Is he co- coaching, playing, gearing up for the return? I don't know. But I'm interested to find out. Let's see. Let's see what happens with Landry Jones next. I, I think we all can agree. Don't expect him to land in another league, except maybe the XFL in 2022, based on how he looked. You know, he was he was running. He was giving it at his all. But he just looked like, like it hurt to play. <laughs> well, he was injured. Remember, he was injured going yeah, into the season. Yeah. He got hurt really early. And then he got hurt, I think, during the season as well. So I think he also completed the league's first uh Double forward pass, if I'm not mistaken, though. He did. It is. Save that so, one for uh, that, trivia that, in 10 years. That was a lot. Yeah, that was a lot of fun uh, seeing the reactions. I mean, I didn't expect that much, but it was that week where people were probably reminiscing a whole lot and remembering, oh, yeah, this time last year, the XFL was kicking off and everything looked hopeful. And now we're in 2021. We're trying to get back on that road to another kickoff. But for now, the only spring ball we got is the FCS which will be fun. I'm excited for that. The college oh, yeah. football. I named you two teams before the show started, and they're not in the FCS anymore. So I don't. Yeah, really Bryant does. Bryant is not. He doesn't know. But Texas State. I'm gonna get. No, that's a Sun Belt team. Jeez. Sorry, uh, I didn't even but it. we're gonna get Bryant into the FCS, and obviously, come June, the CFL. But that's gonna come up in just a moment. Let's go to the dark XFL web now. Uh, or the, the QFL, as we're now calling it, Bryant, because there's some goofy-ass conspiracy theorists out there, obviously, in this day and age. And the XFL, unfortunately, is not uh, is immune to the, this nonsense, even from its own former players, like Cardale Jones, who you know seems to be an anti-vaxxer, according to this tweet we found this week from the former Defenders quarterback. And, you know, he has his right to put whatever he wants. to. Like MC Hammer said, it's my body. Touch my body. You don't have to put a vaccine in your body, Cardale. Uh, but I, I just think it's kind of weird that this tweet he put out, the, the water hose on the side of a house in Cleveland's, that's, he's immune to, he's immune to everything because, he grew up in Cleveland drinking the water, kind of a taking a jab at his own that city. That's your own city, like right? Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. You know, did you like this tweet? Because I know how much you like jabs at Cleveland. So I, yeah, I, I do. Tweet for that. Even if it's self-deprecating. But this is, <laughs> I don't I don't know if Cardale is this nut, nutty or if it's still the Sonic the Hedgehog curse, which is also part of QFL. Um, and then I also saw the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel is going to be coming out in 2022, Brian. Right now, all you future xfl players avoid seeing that movie i don't care if you are a huge miles tails prower 
mark and you want to see tails and knuckles in this sequel, don't go. Don't go. For the love of the league, for the love of football, don't see Sonic. <laughs> there you go. I'll see it. For, I'll see it for you. No, but we have a show Sonic. to run, dude. Don't don't go see this. What's going to happen? I love show Sonic like? the Hedgehog. Wait, Jake time Vincer, out. If, what if I the, love? What if I love Sonic the Hedgehog? Like I really do love Sonic. Well, Hedgehog. can you watch it after we get our jobs back? At least, then yes, at least. Yes. You're right. That's a good idea. <laughs> that All right. Appreciate I'll hold, that. I knew you were going to bring off. that up too. By the way, when I saw that that it was coming out with a sequel, I was like, Alan's going to bring this up. I'm not even going to tell him not to because I know he will. I do love Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't love Cardell Jones in his goofy-ass tweets. I guess he's entertaining, but uh, I would not mind if he went away. I don't expect him back in the XFL. I don't think any of us do, especially with kind of how he acted on the sidelines at the end of his XFL career. But who knows? Who knows what quarterbacks we'll see? We, you can't ever tell. You cannot tell what's going to happen with quarterbacks in football this day and age because one gets an opportunity and boom, he's making millions of dollars in the millions NFL. Of millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Off of well, one big just, game. Just real quick, I think at the end of the season, if I'm not mistaken, he was benched in favor of Tyree Jackson, right? Cardell, who's, who's now a tight end. Yeah. Who threw, this might explain it, he threw for 39 yards. In that last game, Tyree bench for someone. Yeah, Tyree threw for thirty nine yards in that last game. So that they won, but they won the game because they, they just won, ran they the won. ball. They ran they like who did they beat? They ran like an option or something. Who did they they beat? beat the Battlehawks. Oh, Battlehawks, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> it was a different kind of offense. They were they weren't expecting it. All right, are you ready to get into why it's really cool to be named Taylor? Always. All right, here we go. We're talking Taylors, not Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but the two most famous Taylors from the XFL in this week's cover, too. You want it? I'm going to give it to you right now. All right, Taylor Heineke, who has just become the darling of XFL fans everywhere, representing in the NFL with the Washington football team into the playoffs, uh, earned himself some money with that gutsy performance against the now Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks, The Washington football team giving Taylor Heineke two years, $8.75 million, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. So this dude is now a bona fide backup in the NFL, and he proved it with that gutsy performance, that dive into the end zone, the endorsement from Chase Young pointing to his name on his back, there you go. If I would have told you at the end of the XFL season when it got cut off, Bryant, of all the quarterbacks that we saw playing this league, Taylor Heineke is going to be the guy to get the the money in the NFL first with a secure job. What would you have told me? Because I, I put a thousand bucks on it, so now I'm going to go buy some GameStop stonk stonk. Is that what they call it? Stonks? Game stonks. Because now they don't I got do that, that money anymore. for my yeah my Taylor Heineke bet. Yeah, that's it's. Yeah. Did you even know Taylor Heineke was? You didn't even know who he was when he was in the XFL. Sure, I did. I did. I covered the draft and all that. I knew that. Nobody yeah. knew that more than me. I knew Taylor Heineke more than anybody knew him. Uh, I don't think our friend Drew, even a big fan of the St. Louis Battlehawks, knew who this man was. Look, the man's cashed in, right? $8 million is a lot of money for you to play uh, football. That's more than I think your normal backup quarterback gets, right? Uh, so even that he might be a starter, who knows? I don't. 
I'm not taking anything away from Heineke because I think you know he he did what he had to do to get a job to get some money. But what? Why did they give him this much money uh, for one game? Really? You think he one and a half? Yeah, games? he showed the dude went out there and he showed he could manage a football game and actually be productive against a team that ended up shutting down three three all timer quarterbacks right after him. Like they saw Taylor Heineke and they said, "All right, we got to shut this down. If these other guys play like this against us, we're screwed." Or I don't know, but. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers against that defense. So, also, look at him stretched out there in just this image. I will pay this guy $8 million if I'm Dan Snyder or any other owner because he's going to get murdered and he still put his body, put his body on the line. Now, look, Went all out they the told playoffs, him, man. hey, it's all if, it takes. If you, if you go all out in this game, that's an eight million dollar game right there. It's like it's like that saying, right? Would you box one round with Tyson in his prime for a million dollars? It's like, hey, go throw yourself out there. We'll give you eight million dollars instead. Maybe that's why he played so out of his mind in that game uh, and threw himself out there. Look at that. It's that's all it takes because it, it, these teams just need to see a little bit from a quarterback and then they'll go in because quarterbacks you don't want to miss on them. You don't want to say, oh, we missed that opportunity. You don't want to have to take a chance on another guy you don't have uh, tape on, in your, especially in your own uniform. So doing all that in Washington for them, like they, they, there's trust now, there's camaraderie, it's uh, all these important factors. Give him his money. That's all it takes. That brings me to the question. So we saw P.J. Walker do a, some good things for Carolina, but also showed some flaws. Saw Jordan Tamu have kind of a roller coaster of a year in terms of just being on rosters, but in KC for most of it, those two guys prediction time, do you think they will be available to the XFL come 2022? Cause they've, they're getting their opportunities, but they're not sticking the way Tyler Taylor Heineke did. Well, PJ stuck. What do you think he did? But I don't that quarterback situation's totally up in the air again, moving forward. So I don't know where he's going to, land if he'll stay in Carolina. Well, I mean, what? Carolina put their money in in in, um, in Bridgewater, right? So that's kind of I think PJ Walker was kind of at a at a disadvantage. Right I could see them. They that. might draft, yeah, and they might draft a guy too coming yeah. up, so. Yeah. If you feel like I think if PJ Walker feels like he's going to play or at least stay with the Carolina Panthers throughout the season, then do you I mean, you sign a futures contract cuz I think he was on a 2 years deal. Does he want to go back to the XFL if they give him the money? I, it's so so. If he doesn't make camp, uh, he doesn't make it out of camp. He's, then maybe, but yeah, I th- I think both of these guys will be in in camps and are going to be on. Will the Will they radar. make it out of camp? I mean, Tom, I, I, I give even, more of a chance if PJ they don't, to make it out of camp. Even if they don't, though, it's still like they might not. They might be doing what kind of Jordan Tama was doing How this year. You want to do that? I, hmm. I'm going to say that these two, I think they'll be available. I, I definitely think, I think Jordan will be available. I don't know about PJ. I'm the other way around. I like P- the chances of PJ's return to the XFL more now that the season's over and we're seeing where Carolina's at. I mean, it depends how if he bounces around to other teams. The thing is, he went there and it was his college coach. So that makes you think like, oh, was he getting preferential treatment or I don't know, just like a guy that obviously liked him way more than any other team, but he did get calls from other teams before he went to Carolina. 
I, I'm, I'm more confident that we might get to see him in, in an XFL uniform again. Uh, Jordan Tamu, he's so young, and yeah, but he bounced around. Like, do you want to do that? Get back, get back out there, get a full season of tape. You got a half season in there. Get but a look full at season. all it took for all it took for Taylor Heineke was just that one shot, that just that that chance on the field to prove himself, and he's locked in. Who's to say in the course of the next year if either of these guys gets that shot and earns themselves at least the third string slot somewhere? Yeah, but could also but could they also ask for more money going into the XFL too than whatever they were I, making last season? I'm more confident than before, uh, just seeing kind of how it's played out for PJ Walker. Uh, Tom was just totally up in the air to me, uh, but we have a long way to go before it's so hard to predict what quarterbacks are going to be available. I see some of the names available to CFL teams, or that they're at least putting on their lists. You know that they that teams designate the, we're going to sign draft? this guy. He's available. Oh man putting me on the spot i don't i mean they their rosters are all they're doing free agency now those are all the that's all the latest i've seen and i saw like josh rosen was on the list for a team he's not going up there to sign um yeah probably not that'd be great though he's a guy i think i got pegged for for the xfl i'd love to see him in the xfl ucla guy wildcats Man, I feel like he's had the worst luck of any first round right? draft pick. Like Man. he hasn't played horribly and lost his opportunities, but not great. It's just the, and then you know replaced with way better. Well, Miami's players. already That's talking about different. replacing their guy that they drafted. <laughs> let's just get, let's move on. It, quarterbacks, man, they're so crazy. But let's talk about another one. But he's actually going to be in a spot, and I'm going to be watching him. In the CFL, it's Taylor Cornelius, the former Vipers quarterback, Bryant. Part two of our cover, too. We're going to go to the second Taylor from the XFL. And, you know, Jamie Elizondo is now the coach there. He was the Vipers offensive coordinator. We said it when he took that job uh, a week or two ago. When the Vipers went all in on Elizondo calling the plays, their offense picked things up. And Cornelius was put in at, at quarterback, you know, secured as the QB1. And, you know, threw for nearly 1,000 yards. He had like four or five touchdowns in, in his starts and looked like a reliable quarterback. And now he goes up to play for a coach that knows him, and that's going to be a tandem that's going to do things together in Edmonton. They don't have a nickname, that team, anymore. They're going to change it. Unlike Washington, they're not going to just stay Edmonton football team. But uh, they got a new quarterback. And are you going to be rooting for Edmonton now that they've got a whole lot of XFL flavor in the CFL? Oh, totally. Yeah, whatever. You know, I'll start. They start in March? No, September. June. Jones? He's there too? What? No, not June (laughs) Jones, you jerk. I'm saying June. May, June, CFL. Come on. It's wrong. Uh, look, I to me, I'm a little worried because they're starting to take all these players that were available at some point. Now, to t- now, I know that the CFL had a rule that if you're an American-born player and you went up to the CFL, you had to sign a two-year contract. Um, I don't know if that still applies. But uh, Taylor Cornelius, I saw him in action. Last game of the season against 
the Wildcats, and he was tearing it up. You know, and I thought they legit had a chance at the end of the game to um, to get close or at least get within a, a conversion, I believe. But um, a lot of movement, a lot of familiar names, but players that we probably wouldn't even recognize if the XFL wasn't around in 2020. Yeah, and we're we're gonna see a, a lot of XFL players go up to Canada, I think, because that's that league's coming back. They've got a good solid plan coming back. There's a lot of buzz. Can't wait. And it's a league to play in. You know, it is a whole year off from the XFL. So we have so guys aren't gonna just sit and wait around, especially with the unknown of exactly how the new XFL is going to look. So you can't blame them for going up there. So a guy like Taylor Cornelius is striking while the iron's hot and that's what you have to do i would say it's probably reckless with your own career if you don't go play immediately uh, especially when you're that young so good for him can't wait to watch him but what about the edmonton football team oh you're new talk about i'm not an edmonton football team fan because i'm a saskatchewan rough riders fan okay. great team nickname but edmonton has to ch- of course Mosaic, baby. Uh, but Edmonton is changing their nickname. Right now they're Edmonton football team, but now they've put it up to seven nicknames. You see them on the screen there if you're watching on the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the podcast, we're going to spell them out for you now. Edmonton put these seven nicknames of their team for fans to vote on, and at the end of it, I guess they're going to be called the Edmonton one of these. So here they are. You've got on the screen, we'll go down the list, Bryant, the Edmonton Evergreens. The Edmonton Eagles. Fangs. Eagle Fangs. I'm going to skip my favorite one. The Edmonton Eclipse. The Edmonton Elk. The Edmonton Evergolds. <laughs> which, it's, it's so, that just sounds so Canadian to me. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Only a Canadian would know what Evergold. Oh, you know the Evergolds up there. And uh, the Edmonton <laughs> Elements. And then my favorite that I voted for, the Edmonton Elkhounds. <laughs> you look confused. Um, I don't know what an Elkhound is. Nobody does. <laughs> I, my fi- and the memes have been rolling in on this. It's so great. You got to get on CFL Twitter. It's so fun. And so Canadian. So are they leaving this up to the it, fans or what are they doing here? I don't know exactly. I think so. So I saw that my favorite meme was meme was if you don't know what an elk hound is here, and it was a picture, two pictures. One was of an elk, and it said elk, and then one was the exact same picture, and it said elk hound, but there was a talkie bubble coming out of the elk hound's mouth that said woof. <laughs> Edmonton elk hounds. Quarterback by Taylor Cornelius. What do you say? Or just Edmonton Tampa Bay Vipers. That would be more. I think that would make more sense. Uh, the based the on Edmonton Elk Vipers. <laughs> yeah. The Edmonton Ever Ever Vipers. There you Ever go. Vipers. There you go. The Edmonton uh, Ever Vipers. <laughs> I'm colorblind. Same colors as, as the Vipers? Uh, a little About? darker. Yeah. A little darker? Yeah, these are a little. Tampa Bay was a little more uh, bright. Uh, I, I really, I mean, the only one that I kind of like is elk, just because it doesn't end in an S. Um, but elk hounds is fine, I guess. Uh, gotta Elements, go elk. Definitely don't go, don't go eagles. Whatever you do, Edmonton, we got enough of them. 
Gotta go. And, uh, no Edmonton El Counts. Evergreens will last forever. You can use it anytime. Um, it's great. <laughs> clips, like this I'm episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, good luck, Edmonton, on this name search. These are the final like choices. Yeah, this is, these are the seven they put out there. No, just so so everybody sees how hard it is. Edmonton has been around for how many years? Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> I mean, CFL's right? played forever. Yeah. <laughs> the Edmonton here I have right here. The Edmonton Eskimos were established in 1949. So, okay. with that being said, look how hard it is to come up with a name. I mean, it's not easy. And the XFL did it for eight teams. Uh, they did a pretty good job, if you ask me. They did a great job. Compared, they don't I? What kind of what, what mean, do you think? I, the, some of the teams that like the Vipers, right? What, what else did they have that just didn't like? Like whatever name you don't like, think about the ones that they probably had to say no to. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's it's very rare that the cutting room floor is going to have anything people are going to say. Oh, they should have gone with that. Like at the end of this, I guarantee no one's going to say they should have gone Eclipse. I told you. I told you they should have gone Eclipse. They didn't go the Eclipse, and they're gonna lose and never win doing? a Great Cup ever again. But I'm doing my angry That's Canadian not. Edmonton. You're gonna lose a lot of Canadian voice. fans now. You're, You're the one. You should shout see out what to this TSN Vancouver, about. by the way. R.I.P. Miss yeah. Miss Mister TSN Vancouver. This guy in our in our show prep and messages to each other is bashing Canada. The whole time. Well, look, it's Sinclair's just knocking off all the channels that made me famous. Like that, just no, no, all the all the radio stations. So. Come on, you got to find a new station to make, be a regular on during CFL season. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not going to put CFL. I'm trading my job back, Alan. You're making me look horrible. Here we go. We're going to try. We might have to get some CFL podcasters on as guests on this show. But uh, Taylor Cornelius is playing up in the CFL, and so are a handful of other XFL players and coaches. And we're going to follow them and, and talk about them, talk some FCS. We've got a lot of football going on on this road to 2022. And, uh, you know, it's going to be relevant because this is called scouting. And these are, these have not just players in, that played in the XFL in 2020, but guys who weren't in the league that might end up being in the XFL. So keep an eye out. Watch all that football, you football freaks, because we're getting plenty of it even without the XFL this year. Yeah, and, and I know we didn't really get into the um, to the road. Uh, you know, where were we on the road? Our little flashback gimmick. But we, we know. Really do. But we, we know where we were last in year. DC. And but then in 2019, we were having these same conversations, right? Players were going to the CFL. Were the XFL going to sign them? That's where we kind of are. Uh, we don't even have coaches. We don't even have a uh, CFO. CFO, no dollar sign. Uh, so at this point, as if you're a player, you're going to Canada. Go to Canada. You don't know Absolutely. what the XFL is. You know, at, at this point, two years ago, you knew what the XFL was going to be. Right now, uh, we don't. So if you're a player, you're going to be the I, CFL probably. And I am going to check out that fan-controlled football. I don't know how much talent from that league will end up in the XFL. I don't know the talent level. This is how I league. control I that football, Alan. This is how I control Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about it. I've, just, I've been reading a little bit about it online, and I'm going to check it out. We'll see. Um, but the CFL is definitely where it's at. They caught my attention with some of these signings, obviously with this fun fan vote on the team name. I got, I got that Canadian football fever. Maybe it's just because I'm trying to think of anything that's not Tom Brady football-related because that's all – you know, most. Well, I TV like that they have these seven choices 
um, yes. for for the team name. You go to hell with that. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, you know. Let's okay. just move on and, and talk about what kickoff procedures, and not the actual play, the kickoff, kickoff weekend procedures, Brian, because this was kickoff weekend last year. Might have been kickoff weekend this year, you know, if we lived in an alternate universe where the world didn't go in this wacky Biff Tannen direction. But here we are. We need to talk about maybe reassessing what you do for opening weekend in the XFL. And we're going to do it in this week's Hot Read. Okay. Last year, we got D.C. and Seattle for the opening weekend. And in 2021, I was there. That was the first game. Kind of random. I really don't think you could have picked two two teams that weren't going to be rivals or anything. That... I, I don't know what, what the reasoning was behind Atmosphere. That, DC atmosphere. That's maybe. all it was. So then in 2021, what do you think you do then if you would have had a championship game stemming from the previous season? Should the champions kick off an XFL season the way they do in the NFL, Bryant? And in some other sports, they do that. They have their champions playing that first game of the year. What were you expecting? What would you hope for in 2021? Or in future XFL seasons when we do have championship games played and full seasons completed? Uh, um, I do champion kicks off at home on Saturday night, prime time, and then have three games on Sunday. I'm going back to that gimmick that I liked so much. So you have three games on Sunday, one on Saturday. Uh Going on the day in the daytime just doesn't feel big, does it to you? No, that's why I would go last. I would put them last. I would do. I'm fine with two and two, but put the champs last Ooh, so they get hype the banner raising all weekend. Yeah, that spotlight. Okay, and pl- have them play whomever, but give that champs that last game. So the, there's the build. There's. You know, there's that that prime time spot. Yeah, putting them in the daytime, that was season one in 2020. So that's kind of moot. Yeah. But coming into this, you would hope you you want to show the champs some love that way because that's a popular thing to do these yeah. days. Alan, it's also, I think, a, a a good thing to do, rewarding the team. So It is. Um, Alan, I think something that we probably didn't mention is we, you're saying kind of random, kind of weird that the – Seattle Dragons would travel to D.C. for the opening kickoff. And I think we alluded to it last year, is the storyline for week one in the XFL is that the XFL is kicking off in week one. You don't want to waste your rivalries. You don't want to waste those big spotlight moments in your season, your schedule at the beginning of the season when there's already hype there. Yeah. Right? So you don't you don't have all these games too to get out of the way that are like division games either. You're playing a shorter season, so you can't afford to do like the NFL will you know put divisional games always in the last game of the season and doing them early earlier and earlier too in the beginning of the season as well a whole lot. So you can't really do that. So that's fine having opposing 
non-conference teams going at it. That well, because you don't yeah. need the rate. You don't need that rating, but you don't want to put the Texas throwdown in the, in the beginning of the season no. because you save Absolutely. that for Week Four when things start tailing off. You know, you don't put the Battlehawks in L.A. in Week One. It would look great. It would be awesome on television. You know, but unfortunately, the Battlehawks probably gonna have to travel to L.A. because L.A.'s champion and, and all that stuff, right, for the season. So, really, at the end of the day, what I would like to see is a primetime game. I don't know if I want the Thursday. They were going to experiment with that at the end of the season. We never got to that point. Would you want to see a Thursday kickoff like they do with the NFL? No, absolutely not. No, Saturdays and Sundays. And give the champs that last spot for me. I think if 2021 would have happened coming off of a full 2020 season, you probably, if they'd taken my advice, would have seen the Houston Roughnecks hosting a big game on Sunday night. And I think you would have kicked the season off with L.A. and Tampa. That's what I would have done. Okay, so if, if we did have the season this year right here. Based off what we saw in 2020. Man, another L.A.-Tampa. I mean, if you could put those two teams back on the field, start it the way you ended it. I mean, that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. So, with like that, that And with the data, I mean, if you had the data or from data. – Or data, however you say that word, going into – 2021 from what you saw in 2020 you would have put the first game uh teams you know that were going to be able to maybe deliver on some excitement and those two teams i think were doing that who knows how much the roster turnover would have been too we didn't know what was coming when it came to that uh so that's also something you got to think of but just kind of put laying out the basics if you're the xfl you want the champs in that last spot and then when you assess your rosters going into a new season you gotta put those be- those marquee players if you have any or coaches or just names in in strategic positions so that's kind of yeah, well, how, how i'm thinking it but I, I i'm thinking of it in my in my own head i'm like well how bad do you want to actually you know spotlight the the houston roughnecks because they probably would have lost pj walker anyway but then I'm like, oh, they had Connor Cooks in there too, and they probably could have just used him and see what they would have done there, uh, which was also and possible. <laughs> and won it all again. Uh, I, I think the one thing that I definitely want is I want spectacle in the sense that I want like it, it sucked to kind of cut to the game and then leave the game right when it was over. Cut to the game and leave yes. the game. You know, something like game day would be great, at least on the kickoff. Uh, anything like that would have been great to have, like some post-game, you know, celebratory parts. The good of, thing of the, of the about 2022 is you're going to get spectacle because you're going to have the Rock at whatever that first game is, and then you're going to have whatever other pomp and circumstance new ownership puts together, and they're pretty damn good. Uh, this group at getting their friends and business partners to help out and. Make things big. This is Dwayne The Rock so. Johnson here in L.A., and I'm going to kick it off to my pal, Kevin Hart, in Tampa. Kevin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Thanks, Rock, Dwayne. We're here. We're here. We're here in Tampa where the Vipers are going to be taking on the L.A. Wildcats. Before we talk about it, let's go to Sunday's field and talk to our good friend, and, and you can name who, Jack Black, and then he's going to be there. <laughs> and then the whole Jumanji cast is going to put – together a great xfl week <laughs> something like that oh, danny man. glover calling the game jay glazer what do you think about this week <laughs> and, and of course jay glazer. All, like, 
uh, I, I, I'm looking, I know we're joking here, but I don't think that exactly will happen, but there will be a lot of spectacle, uh, whether it be sets and, and, and the production value and all that stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll see depending, I guess on the TV deal, but I would hope for a little bit more than just cutting to a game and then leaving the game five minutes after it's over. Yeah, that's well, especially when you go to the game, because that was the frustrating thing for us is we're leaving the game and watching the next game on our phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you hate to have to do that. But that's just what the standard is the standard, as a great coach says. But uh, last wrapping up the hot read, since we talked a lot of CFL today and they're kicking off in just a few months, uh what would one of the 2020 XFL teams done in the CFL, you think? Now that we're seeing really so many of those players. This question. There, we have so many of those players are going to the CFL now. Like, it's it's equivalent talent, different game, obviously. It's a handful of different rules. But don't you think, like, the Roughnecks would have gone up to the CFL and won, like, 12 to 15 games in the 18-game season? Well, they won five games in the XFL. That's got to be worth like 22 up north, I, I think, right? What's the going rate nowadays for, for wins in this season? Um, what? Hmm, how many games do they play? 18. 18 in a, in a 21 year. weeks, 18 games for each team, eh? And got then what's buys in there? Two in each side? Three. There's, yeah, Three six, total? Six. Six, oh, okay. yeah, three games, six teams. Um, I'm gonna say that if you were to just implant now, what rules are we playing here? CFL rules? We have to play CFL. Canadian. Rules, I think the only team that could adjust to Canadian football rules was probably either Tampa or Houston. I'm with you there, for sure. I think those I'm two with teams. You on the, and it has nothing to do the honestly, with Jesse Jones, Jones and um, Mark Trestman. I think just the way the rosters were set up, the way they played the game themselves. Although I think, I think Josh Johnson could be a could have been a CFL MVP. Yeah, but, if but the way that team played, there. no, the yeah, way that team played, I don't think they could have survived that pace. Um, Interesting hypothetical. Don't think Seattle Dragons yeah. would have done very well. No, up there. What? No, definitely. Third down, I, third down. I don't. I got to kick it. What? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait. I thought we had four. Ah, do- oh, I, I got mixed up. Hundred yards touchdown. Wait, no. Love you, Jim Zorn. Well, that's a fun hypothetical. Maybe you could put that tweet out there at XFL no. Show Brian because I got CFL fever, baby. Even though it's months away from kickoff, all this free agency news tying it in the XFL. I'm here for it, and I'm here for kickoff 2021. It's not here, but we can imagine it. We could think and move forward down this road to 2022 there's football to pay attention to got your fan control football fcs going on cfl free agency got the nfl just ending so the draft and the combine and all that's going to get our interest as football fans it all does relate to the xfl in some form or fashion we're going to cover it all here but man i'm glad that we don't have to really shed too many tears because there was a good amount of news fun stuff to talk about this week in a week that could have been just an entire episode of weeping and re- saying, remember when we were there and Vince was like, oh man, this is crazy. I can't believe they actually kicked off. We don't have to do anything. Did he really say that? 
Did he really say that? Because uh, Vince shows no emotion. No, no, not I know Vince, Vince, McMahon, Vince, Vince, our Vince. Yeah, R.I.P. Wow, man, I would have. No, he didn't cry. He didn't cry, but he, we were at the stadium saying, "Wow, I can't believe they're actually kicking this thing off." <laughs> <laughs> and then we never heard from them again. Uh, you're right, Alan. I hope, I pray. I know you got CFL fever, and for, for in all seriousness, I watched a few games last or not in 2019, and I, it was a little weird. But seeing football on TV is actually kind of refreshing. Whatever that football, it is, is. and. Now we'll and I think because now we do the watch we do watch alongs for for some stuff now so I'll get you to do some CFL watch along with me and then I'll explain it to you like we're at a, you know because we can't go to the bar and watch it together so I got you I'm gonna get you into the CFL you can in sure. Florida That's my goal that oh I'm in Florida now I can go to a bar yes, yes. you're right you gotta get out of there before they I lock you down though let's just put yeah it I'm not. I'm gonna. I, I. I mean, look at. I get this whole office to myself. Like, there's a fire hazard behind you, by the way. Just be careful. There's a lot of there wires is. down there. Oh, Been sorry. looking at them all show. I'm scared. Anyway, uh, but you could catch us uh, here every single Friday, wherever Alan is, whether that's Miami. Pittsburgh, I'm wondering what the New hell York, you're doing in this league. The farm. I don't know, but you catch us here every single Friday, right here on your favorite podcast podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. Uh, if you got a question, comment, concern, or a topic you want us to talk about, uh, well, then text or call the XFL fan line, 724-565-4XFL. Uh, standard text messaging rates do apply. Uh, also, follow us on all social media gimmicks at XFL Show. Or if you want to just say hi, hello. Uh, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash this is the XFL show, the official YouTube page of the XFL show. And uh, you know what? Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com. Get started today. Uh, they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Just need a microphone and a laptop, and they'll do the rest. What about desktop? Can I do a desktop? Desktop, iMac. Can I have one of those old iMacs with the, the, the they're all colorful? <laughs> Whatever you want to use. Good Chris what do you football. Use? That's what it's all about. I'm using a I'm dude, I'm on a Dell right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I'm on Dad a Dell. Jokes, man. And uh I'm ready to get out of here, Bryant, but uh next week I'm ready to I, get back can at I say it this? And have can I hope this show does not age well? I hope this show right here, the one we're talking about right one. now, does not age well. And that either when this show comes out on Friday or Monday morning when we wake up, maybe Tuesday because it's a holiday on Monday, something happens, and that this show just doesn't even make sense anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting I'd love, for that news. I'd love for that show to happen. I really want that show to happen. I was I was putting together some stuff for this one. I was like, man, remember when we had so much to choose from when it came to graphics and sound? And <laughs> Today it's just going to be talking about some weird stuff. That That's my, that's my realm. QFL, I'll... I'll shoot all that down. I'm coming. I'll go for Cardale every episode if we have to, Brian. But, and I'll talk Taylors. But hopefully next week we're talking some sort of announcement. But if we aren't, we're still going to be here anyway talking about whatever's XFL related with you. We appreciate you for following the show and tweeting at us and subscribing to the podcast, leaving those reviews. It is keeping us going because, you know, it'd just be us talking to each other, but we're talking to you throughout the week and then putting the show together for you because this thing's still riding down that road. 2022 will be here soon enough, and we hope you're staying safe and healthy, enjoying 
the spring football that's about to happen. That's not going to be as good as it is going to be in 2022, but enjoy it nonetheless. Brian, anything else? I think I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go shut down the in-laws' office and 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 take a snooze, and then maybe wake up and hopefully people will stop talking about how great Tom Brady is tomorrow, just for a day. That's all I ask. No. Well, it's only been six days. I think tomorrow marks seven, right? Maybe. Maybe they're going to talk about seven days of Tom and Brady, Tom Brady, just for you. Jeez, oh man, I just want to li- just want this nightmare to end. It will soon. All right, everybody. For Bryant and all the Taylors out there. All the Taylors. The Super Taylors. And for me, Alan, this is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.